Start selling on Shopify today. Go to shopify.com slash CNN for a $1 per month trial. Hey, everyone. I'm David Chalian, the CNN political director. This is the CNN political briefing. Here's what you need to know in politics for Friday, September 22nd. Lawmakers left Capitol Hill for a long weekend without a deal in sight to avert a government shutdown by the end of next week. That's right. Your representatives are not at the Capitol doing their jobs. With each passing day, a shutdown becomes more likely than not. It's pretty much pure chaos over on Capitol Hill these days. Both the House and the Senate are out of the office, and they will not be back until Tuesday. That must just seem like normal to folks up on Capitol Hill, but it has got to appear just totally abnormal to most Americans that we could be facing the shutting down of the federal government and all that that will impact and that they are not there working through it every hour of every day to try and avert it. Most of the dysfunction we're seeing right now is on the House Republican majority side of things. They are not a unified force to Speaker Kevin McCarthy's great chagrin. So the Democratic leader in the Senate, the majority leader, Chuck Schumer, suggested that perhaps things are going to have to get started over there. We may have to now go first. He told my colleague Manu Raju today that he is talking to Mitch McConnell, his Republican counterpart, about sending a version of a bill to the House on the eve of a potential shutdown. Leader McCollin and I are talking, and we have a great deal of agreement on many parts of this. Um, it's never easy to get a big uh, bill, a CR bill done, but I am very, very optimistic that McConnell and I can find a way and get a large number of votes, both Democratic and Republican, in the Senate. It remains to be seen what will ultimately be included in the Senate's plan, but Schumer said he hopes it will include aid to Ukraine. McConnell said Wednesday on the Senate floor he wants that to happen, too. I'll continue to make the case myself for sustained support of the Ukrainian cause, not out of charity, but out of primary focus on America's interests. Senate leaders have also said they want any continuing resolution, a government funding bill to keep the lights on, to include funds to recoup FEMA's disaster fund. But pushing such a plan quickly through the Senate is not going to be easy. House Speaker Kevin McCarthy was asked today by a reporter if he would put a Senate-passed continuing resolution on the House floor for a vote. Here was his response. You just asked me something that hasn't happened. So I don't know if you asked Schumer what he would do if I sent him a CR that keeps the government opening. I've watched the Senate take a big role this week. I see they've been able to change their dress code. But don't give it. If that happens, call me. Of course, if indeed the Senate sends over a government funding bill, that leaves McCarthy with a very tough choice. He could ignore it and continue in trying to pass a Republican-only bill in this very narrowly divided House where he can only afford to lose four Republican votes. Or he could try to pass 11 year-long spending bills through his chamber in eight days. That usually takes months to hash out differences between the Senate and the House. That seems totally implausible. McCarthy had originally hoped that a Republican short-term spending agreement would have been reached by now. That is not the case. A group of six Republican members, three from the conservative House Freedom Caucus, three from the more centrist-leaning Main Street Caucus, had negotiated a deal 
but several of the members of the House Republican Conference have not gotten on board. And Congressman Matt Gates of Florida has vowed to oust McCarthy as speaker if he pushed for any stopgap spending bill. Days of negotiations have yielded a few apparent breakthroughs, but the reality is the Speaker's Republican opponents have been quick to throw cold water on any progress, openly defying his calls for a unified House Republican position here. So the Speaker sent his members home for the weekend without a clear path forward. Multiple lawmakers and aides said that the new plan is for Republicans to try to complete work on these individual long-term spending bills. But it just is so hard to see how that will all get done and passed into law, passed through both chambers and signed into law, to avoid a government shutdown just eight days away. And if you want to know how bad it has gotten for Speaker McCarthy, he tried to pass a vote on a rule. This is a procedural step, a vote on a rule of a Pentagon funding bill, defense spending. That is usually something that Republicans champion, but that any member usually champions. I mean, it's a very popular thing to fund the Pentagon and the Defense Department. And a vote on a rule is usually a no-brainer. It's just pro forma and moves the process through the House. And it is certainly something that the majority party is normally unified on, even if that's not where the actual votes on the final legislation go. And yet, McCarthy has failed twice this week, multiple times, where he put a rule on the floor and it didn't pass. He didn't have enough Republican votes. Let me just give you a little bit of history from my colleague Kristen Wilson. The last time a Speaker of the House lost three rule votes in a year, or even more than one in a single year, was in 1998. Newt Gingrich lost three votes that year, the last one being October 1st. He announced he was resigning his speakership on November 6th. McCarthy has now lost three votes in three months, two in two days this week. He's in a world of hurt. I just believe if you're not funding the troops and you're not funding the border, it's pretty difficult to think that you're going to win in a shutdown. There are Quite a few members of the House Republican Conference trying to get to a solution here, trying to keep hope alive to avert a shutdown. Listen to Congressman Mark Molinaro on CNN earlier today. I came here to meet the needs of the people I serve. And there are a good number of us who do understand that some don't want to say yes to anything. And and there are a good number of us who will not uh, allow this government to shut down and shirk its responsibility to the people. And our goal now, member driven, with the speaker sort of blessing the effort, which is an earnest effort, try to move forward to, to meet that commonality. As a reminder, the government will shut down on September 30th at midnight if Congress is unable to reach a deal to keep the government operating. Now, since that would take place over the weekend, the full effects of a shutdown probably would not start until the work week of Monday, October 2nd. Lawmakers come back next Tuesday to a very busy week. That's it for today's political briefing. But before you go, we have an exciting update for you. Starting next week, our show will be moving from daily to weekly. As we gear up for yet another pivotal election cycle, I want to take you beyond the daily headlines to bring you insight, analysis, and expertise from the key players in politics. From campaign managers to pollsters, from the ad makers to party leaders, join me every Friday right here in the same feed as we take you inside the latest election developments. Thank you so much for listening. 
CNN Political Briefing is a product of CNN Audio. Steve Lichtai is our executive producer. Greg Peppers is our supervising producer. Fez Jamil is our senior producer. Our episodes are produced by Krista Bowe and Taylor Galgano.